No, Detroit, the sky is not falling. Keep your head up. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. It's a Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you on this Monday, January 29th and a Tuesday, January the 30th. Sad day, horrible day, everything else is the Lions season is over. San Francisco 49ers, of course, go into the Super Bowl. Lions lose last night, 34-31. If you missed the postgame pod last night, please go back wherever you get your podcast, watch it. On our Locked On Lions YouTube channel, we appreciate all of you for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. And again, subscribe on YouTube. We're at over 10,000 subscribers. So please do that as well right here on Locked On Lions. Monday show today is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code all lowercase NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks. At Locked On Lions on Twitter, Matt Derry Facebook fan page on Threads at the Real Matt Derry, and also as we mentioned, please watch us on YouTube. We got the PFF grades to go over. Uh, the lowest graded Lions defender. It's time to get him out of here. Uh, we'll get into that coming up momentarily as well. Uh, much to do, plenty to do, and to go over uh, on today's edition of Locked On Lions. Um, there could be some coach attrition as well. As I've been telling you for the last few weeks, uh, Washington's number one choice is Ben Johnson. Could the Lions be losing some other assistants? We'll get into that also here on Lockdown Lions on this Monday edition. I, I know how uh, many of you are feeling, and it sucks. It's sad, right? Some of you, I I'm sure, were, were scrolling on your phone at halftime going, what's it going to cost to get to Vegas? What could tickets cost? What could airfare cost? What about hotel? Because the Lions were 30 minutes away from the soup. I mean, they were there. And they blew it. They gagged. They choked. Whatever you want to say. And a lot of the talking heads today, the experts all coming out, oh, did the Lions lose it? Did Dan Campbell do this and that? Did the Niners even win it? San Francisco played two pretty poor games. Uh, maybe, I would say, three out of four bad halves of, of playoff football and they are going to the Super Bowl. All right. And, and, and this notion that the sky is falling and that Dan Campbell needs to go and that Jared Goff, maybe the lion, I heard a caller today on the cricket call in and actually say, I think we should trade for Justin Fields. Like number one, Jared Goff, is your quarterback and is going to be your quarterback for a long time. He's really good. Was it Jared Goff's fault on fourth and two as he's rolling right that nobody was open? Was it Jared Goff's fault that he hit Josh Reynolds on fourth and three and hit him in the hands? What about the other Reynolds drop? What about the JMO? Oh, where's the ball? Oh, touchdown pass that he threw him down the left sideline. Come on, folks. Jared Goff's fault that Jack Fox kicks an 80-yard punt and Chase Lucas can't down it at the one? There were a lot of mistakes made yesterday, especially in the second half, after a 
crisp and clean and dominant first half. And now this quarterback wants to be here, is under contract next year for $25 million, which is a bargain. And he's coming back. Yes, I get it. Dan Campbell said after the game, I told the team, you might never get that back again. It's tough to get back. Dan Campbell is setting the tone for his team by saying that. Maybe it's a mistake. Maybe he took it too far. Maybe he shouldn't have said that. Maybe he shouldn't have shared with the media what he said. But Dan Campbell is genuine from the heart, and that's who he is. It is not going to be easy to get back. But you know what? The Lions are young. They got a lot of good talent. They still play in the NFC North. Last I checked, the Bears stink. The Vikings, who's their quarterback? I want to see who their quarterback is. All right, Green Bay, they had a great second half. And Jordan Love looks like he's the real deal. All right, it's not going to be easy playing the Packers. Heck, they beat them already this year at Ford Field. Green Bay did. All right, schedule next year. You got to go back out to San Francisco. Um, you're going to have to play, you know, Indianapolis, who's up and coming, and Houston with C.J. Stroud. It's going to be some tough games next year. Got to go out to Arizona. Never easy to travel all the way out there. Gannon's a good coach, all right? But the Lions have good, a good foundation, good pieces. Free agents are going to want to come here and play. Dan Campbell, I think, and, and, and to quote the legendary Ken Grace, Lions fan and founder of Financial Architects, Inc. in Farmington Hills, a little wisdom needs to be instituted and installed with Dan Campbell a little bit. You love the aggressiveness. You love the balls to the wall and all that stuff. But maybe, just maybe, with some of his decision-making, not all of it. I'm not asking him to change it at all. And again, Reynolds catches that ball. We're not talking about going for it on fourth down. They put it back in the backfield, Ben Johnson, and, and show the threat of the run. Maybe that play on fourth and two from the 30, down three, is the better. It, it is, I thought it was a horrible play. Worse than the play call going for it. But maybe some wisdom with Dan Campbell to mix in with the aggressiveness for next year. He's still only in his third year. Kyle Shanahan fans were ready to run out of town in San Francisco at times this season when the Niners won a three-game losing streak. When the Niners at the end of the first half against Green Bay two Saturdays ago, fans were calling for his head. What is he doing? So conservative. Kyle Shanahan lost the last two NFC Championship games. Guess what? He won the third. He's back in the Super Bowl for the second time. The Lions can get back. I truly believe it. I'm not buttering up the cornbread. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Although I do like Kool-Aid McKinstry, the cornerback from Bama. Bring me Kool-Aid. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say. Sky's not falling. We're not trading for Justin Fields. We're not firing Dan Campbell and hiring Belichick. Ben Johnson's not getting fired. Ben Johnson's leaving on his own. He's going to be the coach of the commanders. He's a damn good coach. Did he get too cute yesterday? Of course. What was Ben Johnson doing up 17, having Panay Sewell running routes? Stop. That, that, that was stupid. There were some dumb coached plays that went, went on yesterday. All right? Not just the fourth down play. 
yeah, let's do one series where we got Skipper over here. We got Sewell running routes. No, 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 no. Just, you want to go jumbo once in a while, fine. But let's run the rock. Eight carries in the second half. That was it. Jameer Gibbs. I know he fumbled, made a mistake. But then you never, you never really saw him again. Get him the ball. I get you. Maybe you want Montgomery in the game. But don't get too conservative. Keep Jameer in the, in the game plan. He's fumbled twice all year. He's a rookie. Twice. I'll take that. I feel for fans, man. I feel for the Lion fans. Man, it's right there. Right there for the taking. And Brock Purdy scrambling. Oh, God. Seen that song and dance before, right? That's a big, big play in the game. A couple of huge plays in the game. What did Pro Football Focus think of the top five and bottom five line, or who were the top five and bottom five line performers on offense and defense? We will get you those numbers, and then I will piggyback off of something that PFF pointed out about a player that I think I don't want to see next year on this team. We will do that coming up next. And no, it's not Cam Sutton. Uh, We'll do that coming up next right here on Locked On Lions. And our Monday show today is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports. That is just so much fun. It's not just NFL now. You can do NBA as well. You can pick combo projections across football and basketball from their specials league. Right? If you've never done Prize Picks before, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you watch the winnings roll in. So if you think that LeBron James uh, and Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl Put them in a combined 10 and a half combo of three-pointers made and receptions. You can have some fun with it. A prize pick. Super Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks. Whether it's Mahomes or Kelsey or Christian McCaffrey or uh, Brock Purdy numbers, Debo Samuel, whatever it is. You can look at the rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards, and make your selections at prize picks. It's easy. Really simple to play. You make your picks. You submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. It is that simple. Just go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code, promo code locked on NFL. Get a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I'm back with you on a Monday edition of Lockdown Lions. Thanks to our everydayers who are out there. Many of you have shouted me out on Twitter, Facebook, wherever we uh, uh, we talk. Appreciate all of you that uh, watch and listen to the show each and every day. Got tons of downloads. Got a lot of views on YouTube. All because of you guys and girls. So thank you to all the, the Lions fans. Please, please don't call it Lions Nation. Everything's a nation. Patriot Nation. Bruins Nation. Uh... Crimson Tide Nation. Let's not Lions Nation. It's one pride. All right. Lions fans. Everything's a nation now. Have you noticed that? It's annoying. Um, okay. Pro football focus. This is interesting. What did the experts at PFF think of some of the performances yesterday in the Lions 34-31 loss to the 49ers? First and foremost, on offense. Your top Lion performer was Panay Sewell at 92.2. Let me tell you something about Penny Sewell. He is the best right tackle in football. He is. He's a monster. No one gets around him in the passing game. 
the run game, he just moves bodies, and he is a star. When they do that top 100 list in the offseason, Penesul is a top 20 NFL football player. He is. 92.2 grade yesterday. Uh, David Montgomery came in second at 81.3, batting third. Frank Ragnow, 78.9, another awesome year for the Lions center. Another, uh, I think it was second team all pro. Sam Laporta, the Lions tight end, was fourth, 75.3 grade. Jared Goff, fifth, 73.3. Those are your top five Lions on offense from last night's loss. Bottom five on offense. Dan Skipper, nine snaps, but a 31.9 grade. Josh Reynolds. Poor J. Ray, man. He's a good football player, and he was horrible. 51.6. Coyote Awoshika, left guard playing for the injured Jonah Jackson. Never really grades out very well, but 53.2. Jameer Gibbs, 53.2. And the fifth lowest grade, Anthony Ferkser. How about when Ferkser made that catch down by the goal line? Everybody's like, who's that? All right, that's number 86. First Target first catch came in the NFC Championship game, 55.0. Those are your top five and bottom five Lions performers on offense. Now, I said this yesterday on the postgame pod. I was stunned to look up at the stats and see that Aiden Hutchinson didn't have a single tackle. And I'm like, what is PFF? Because they're usually, they usually grade out Hutch very well. So what are we looking at here for Lion grades? First of all, the highest graded Lions defender last night was Brian Branch at a 77.0. But, but Brian Branch only played 27 snaps on defense. Believe the defense had 66 snaps for the night. Alex Anzalone played every snap. Branch only played a third of the snaps, 27. That is unacceptable. He's too good of a player to be on the sidelines. Aline McNeil was second at 71.6. Third was Alex Anzalone, 71.5 grade. Malcolm Rodriguez had a good game for the injured Derek Barnes, 71.0. And if Yatu Melifonwu, what a uh, what a second half he had this year, 63.5 grade. Those are your top five. Lion performers on off on defense. Bottom five. I'm going to go fifth down to worst. I'm going to reverse it this time. Fifth worst was Romeo Quara, 45.5. Fourth worst, John Kaminsky, 44.4. Third worst, Jalen Reeves Maben, 44.4. Cam Sutton, second lowest. 36.1, and at the bottom, played 33 snaps, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, C.D. Deuce, whatever his name is, 33.9, lowest score on the team, um, or at least on the defense, excuse me. Aiden Hutchinson, by the way, finished 12th with a 53.7 grade. Hutch has had some grades in the 90s. Don't think that's his lowest of the season. Let me double check that. Aiden Hutchinson's lowest this season, 53.7. He was 
He had a 52.7 at Chicago. That was his second lowest grade. The lowest was the Bears game. Let me say this about the grades. All right, I think they're pretty accurate. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that PFF doesn't make mistakes or that they're sometimes right, right or, or wrong on some things, but they are very right about C.J. Gardner-Johnson and his 33.9. Every time I looked up, Gardner-Johnson wasn't guarding anybody. Gardner-Johnson was missing tackles. And oh, by the way, big mouth Gardner-Johnson smashes Debo Samuel from behind on the interception by Rodriguez. Thank goodness it didn't cost him anything. But as Dan Campbell stated earlier in the week about the Gardner-Johnson trash-talking on social media with Debo Samuel, I don't care what he says as long as there's no personal fouls. And then there was a personal foul. I'm ready to say goodbye to C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He was here on a one-year deal. He was fantastic in training camp. He took a lot of the young guys under his wing. He was a terrific leader. Then he got hurt. We said it was going to be a tough, a rough loss for the Lions. And actually, to be quite honest, Kirby Joseph got better as the year wore on, kind of started off slow. Ify Malafanu was really, really good. And as we know, came on uh, toward the end of the year, right? Brian Branch was good. He could play safety. He could play nickel. The Lions are going to be just fine on the back end in their safety, in their secondary room, right? Gardner Johnson was on a one-year deal. He comes back from injury, which was great. It's like, hey, the kid, the guy worked hard to come back. He had the uh, um, rib injury or whatever it was. Um, and then says, oh, I didn't come back to share snaps. Shut up. I, I, was, I was reading, you know, I didn't come back to be a part-time player. Well, you know what? You were the last, the lowest graded defensive player. It's like the, the Marcus Canby meme. Bye. He's on a one-year deal. Goodbye. Not needed. All right, there's plenty of guys in that set. We could say Cam Sutton, get out. But you know what? <laughs> Tell me who else is playing corner next year right now, other than Branch. The Lions need corners. They gave Cam Sutton a, a pretty big contract for three years. Start of the year, he was their best corner and played well. I don't know what happened toward the end of the year. Maybe we'll come to find out that that hamstring injury he had toward the end of the season was limiting him. He struggled for the last month and a half. But I'd rather have Cam Sutton back next year than Gardner Johnson or C.D. Deuce or whatever his name is. I'm done. I'm good. Trash talking with Debo, the, the, the you know, whatever. I, not good enough player. It's the reason the Saints and Eagles told him to walk. The reason the Lions got him on a cheap one-year, six, six-and-a-half million-dollar deal. No one else wanted him. And I have no inside info on if he was a headache or a problem in the locker room. But after last night's performance, I'm ready to move on. Want to bring in another safety? I mean, they got Tracy Walker coming back. I, I don't know if the Lions will cut him because he was a healthy scratch the last few weeks. Um, certainly, Gardner Johnson's a better player than Walker most of the time. But I think I'm ready to move on there. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions did the same. Got some good young pieces in that secondary. Malafon was coming on. Joseph is terrific at times. Um, good ball hawk. Branch is awesome. I think we're good on number two. So uh, that's that's how I feel about that. 
there are there do need to be upgrades on that defense. The Lions desperately need corners. They need another edge opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. Probably need another D tackle next to Aleem McNeil. But next year, if they go into the season with Joseph and Melifonwu as their starting safeties, thumbs up. I'm down for that. Uh, interesting interview that took place today by a Lions assistant coach. We'll see where that goes coming up next right here on Lockdown Lions. And Lockdown Lions today is sponsored by BetterHelp. It is brought to you by our sponsor, BetterHelp. Uh, sometimes we need the opportunity to get something off of our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. It has been a rough 24 hours for many of us because of what the Lions meant to the city and all of you, the fans. And I'm not telling you that just because your football team lost that you should talk to somebody and get some help with therapy, all right? There's bigger things in life than uh, 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 football and certainly your team. But think about it this way. This team touched you in many ways and got to you and you reminisced about your family and your father taking you to games, or your grandfather or your mom or dad or whomever, right? Might be a good time to talk about how you feel and how it made you feel with somebody, all right? I would suggest a therapist from BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash lockdown to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. All right, so the Lions, as we know, are likely going to lose offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. Sounds like he's going to the Washington Commanders. I've been told that by a couple of his sources. I know he's got interviews with the Seahawks and the Commanders, and Commanders are talking to Anthony Weaver and, and other people and, and Washington's making other other rounds as well. But it sounds to me like it's going to be Ben Johnson in Washington and Mike McDonald, the former Michigan defensive coordinator and current Ravens defensive coordinator in Seattle with the Seahawks. Now we know this, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks have lost Dave Canales. Their offensive coordinator did a whale of a job this year uh, as he is now the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. And he got a six year deal. Dave Canales was not known around the coaching circles until this season. But yet, uh, I think many assistants shy away from that job. David Tepper, their owner, is a bit of a headache. But Canales, who did a really good job with Baker Mayfield this year, is going to be the uh, head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So Todd Bowles and the folks down in Tampa need a new OC. Today, according to reports, Lions wide receivers coach Antoine Randall L interviewed for the Bucks' offensive coordinator job. Now remember, if Ben Johnson leaves, or when ben, John ben Johnson leaves, I'm assuming that Dan Campbell would interview both Antoine Randall L. and Mark Brunel, Lions uh, a quarterback's coach. Heck, I, I, I would think also he would interview Hank Fraley, offensive line coach. Now again, I've heard from a few sources, Fraley could be a package deal going with Ben Johnson to Washington. So keep an eye on that. Of course, Fraley has been the offensive line coach here for years. He has done a fantastic job. But the Lions are going to lose some assistance. Now, last year, after winning nine games, Todd Wash left for Carolina. Um, Lions also needed a new tight ends coach. Um, Deuce Staley left. 
So when you win and have successful teams, your coaches get poached. That's just how it goes. So um, Aaron Glenn, I think, is interviewing with Seattle. I don't think he's going to get it. But in Washington, like I said, it's going to be Ben Johnson and Mike McDonald. But Antoine Randall L. interviewing for the Bucks job is great for him. Offensive coordinator job. That's awesome. But you have to figure the Lions know what's going on with Ben Johnson and that Randall L. would want to stay here first. But getting an opportunity to talk to Tampa is great. This goes to show that this is a good staff and that it's a staff that people around the league respect. And the Lions now for two seasons have had attrition in their coaching ranks. And that's okay. When you've got depth at your staff and you've got a Brunel waiting the wings or a Fraley or a Randall L, you know, Kelvin Shepard is a guy that I think down the road could be a defensive coordinator. That's the linebackers coach. Um, this is why this team won 14 games this year. Talent level is way up. We know that, right? You got a quarterback. You've got a, a, a stud tight end, a stud right tackle, all these things. But you got a good staff. And these guys have coached up these, this group. They've improved. They've gotten better every week. And for the last three years, they've gone from three wins to nine to this year, 12 in the regular season, 14 if you count the two playoff wins. I know I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I think they can get back to that championship game next year. I really do. Kansas City is there every year. San Francisco has been there for the last five. Why can't the Lions do this? They're young. Yeah, they're going to be the, like Dan Kimball said, people are coming after them next year. They're going to play a ton of national television games. You don't think that Lions-Niners rematch next year is not going to be on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football? Of course. The Lions had a ton of games this year at night, flexed, whatever it was. They did just fine. Tough pill to swallow from yesterday. Too many missed opportunities, too many mistakes, fumbles, missed tackles, not being able to down a punt at the one-yard line. All right, coaching mistakes. But I love the shape that this team is in. All right, we'll line up a few guests for this week. We'll also check in at the Senior Bowl as well this week. That is going on. We did not forget about that. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcast right here on Locked on Lions.